Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. As always, I'm Kiran Mack, and I'm here to bring you the top four stories here in Thailand in the last few days. So delighted you could tune in with us. Before we get into this show, don't forget if you're watching us on YouTube, like this video, you know, subscribe to the channel, and do share us if you get some kind of value out of it. If you're a person who likes to listen, you know, on your phone or something like that, we're available on all podcast players. So yeah, simply subscribe. And when a new episode comes up, it'll be automatically downloaded onto your podcast player and you can listen to us whenever you are free. That also is very helpful towards the show. So let's jump into the first story of the day, which is in relation to the Chinese, uh, the story in relation to the VVIP police escort business that's been going on in Thailand for the last few years. Now, the Thai PBS World has a story in relation to the Chinese national and the tour operator are now to be questioned in the police escort scandal. A tour operator and a Chinese tourist are to be invited in for questioning over controversial and unauthorized police escorts to provided by Thai tourists and traffic police officers. Police Major General Archon Kraitong, spokesperson of the Royal Thai Police, said on Monday that two traffic police officers and a tourist police officer are now under investigation by their respective agencies for providing an escort to a female Chinese tourist. He said that the tourist police officer, Police Captain Song Paul, picked up the Chinese tourist at Swanapum Airport in Bangkok and escorted her through a special immigration channel out of the airport to a waiting car, which was then escorted by a traffic police officer on his motorcycle to her hotel in Bangkok. He said that both the motorcycle and the car used to take the tourist from the airport to her hotel were privately owned, but had been modified to look like official escort vehicles, adding that the two traffic police officers had been charged with violating the land traffic law and the law regarding official signage. Now, there's some big, big charges brought against you, right? The police spokesman said that the police investigators are trying to discover whether the three officers had received 7,000 baht as claimed by the tourists for the unauthorized escort service. He said that the National Police Chief has instructed the probe teams to determine how long the three police officers have been providing this moonlighting escort service to foreign tourists and whether more police are involved in the malpractice. According to a cabinet ruling in 2001, police escort services are only provided to groups of people, not to an individual, and permission has to be granted by the traffic police commander on a case-by-case basis. The unauthorized escort service was disclosed by the tourist herself on social media, boasting about the special police service which she said was provided. Her post sparked an uproar among netizens against the police. So there you go. Um, seems like uh, the police are somewhat taking it seriously, but I, I, a lot of information I've seen, this is not uncommon and it's been going on quite a while. I think the issue here is they've been basically caught uh, that has been publicized uh, so openly on TikTok. And, you know, obviously people got onto that viral video and, and now, you know, we have to do something about it. Oh, this is unauthorized, you know, but they also say that special groups can book it, which really makes you wonder why could a special group a group be able to book a police escort as the police job is pretty simple to you know uh, enforce the law in the country i don't know where they get the idea that even if you had a group of people you could you know you could book them to bring you to an escort that that seems a bit not nonsensical too actually it seems like they're trying to cover themselves for when somebody comes out and says well there was a busload of chinese tourists who got a special uh, escort from bangkok to pattaya you know last month and they'll go oh, well that's covered you know because you know we're allowed to do that but 
Again, I'm not quite sure whether that's they're going to get away with that. Of course, you know what's going to happen. Swept under the rug and nobody will ever hear about it ever again because that's how things work here. Uh, it's a shame, really, because one of the things that I've been researching a lot about this is police in Thailand and the salaries that they make are very, very small. I mean, we're talking just above minimum wage in Thailand and that many police have to pay for their uniforms have to pay for their gun, have to pay for the bullets. Many have to supply their own vehicles and actually fit them up themselves. So when they say that, you know, oh, uh, that they are picked up in unauthorized vehicles, the issue is many motorbikes in Thailand that use the police on, right, look like regular motorbikes with, you know, kind of a sign for police on it. If you look, if you generally, you never see like a fleet of motorbikes that are all the same. So it does, it's mainly because they have to pay for these themselves. Again, Maybe if you want to get rid of the corruption in the police and rather than subjecting them to having to pay for all this stuff, which should be given to them already, you pay them a decent salary and a decent wage. And then they would have an opportunity and then at least maybe the the lure of the corruption wouldn't be so strong. But paying them, you know, just above minimum wage, I think is ridiculous. Another thing I, I saw recently was that a politician was caught doing something bribes maybe or something or doing some extra business uh, and, and the reason he was doing he's an mp i think and uh the reason he was doing it was because he can't make any money as an mp he gets a salary of a hundred thousand baht per month now you might say that's a lot of money in thailand it is a lot of money i guess in thailand except that the mp has to pay for all the staff out of this one hundred thousand and all the expenses and it seems like at the end of the month after he paid everyone he had no money left because, you know, an MP normally has a, you know, a staff and he's to pay that out of the 100,000. So it, it does seem that the manner in which things are set up are, you know, basically, you know, kind of push people towards a, a certain level of corruption to make ends meet. Again, I think that's something definitely that should be looked at now getting onto more corruption because it seems like the Chinese, uh, the police have been in the news quite a lot. But former Immigration Bureau chiefs are to face bribery charges. Now, this is another big, big story here in Thailand. The Royal Thai Police will file charges against three former Immigration Bureau division commanders alleged to have taken bribes in exchange for approving non-immigrant visas for more than 3,000 Chinese nationals. Police General Surachat Hakparan, now his nickname is Big Joke, and it's not as in he's a joke. This guy is, actually this copper is probably one of the good ones. He's the Deputy National Police Chief, said yesterday that the officers will be charged with violating Section 149 and 157 of the Criminal Code, which focuses on illicit power abuse. The accusation surfaced when former politician Chuvat Kumalavisit held a press conference in December about three IB commanders in Konken and Chiang Mai he claimed were accepting bribes of between 100,000 and 300,000 per non-immigrant visa approval. The approvals were issued to were issued to 3,325 Chinese nationals between 2020 and 2022. Now, what's interesting, by the way, before we go into that, is that this was during COVID. So, like, we had that special COVID visa that was pretty much going on for two, two and a half years. So, I'm not knowing how these uh, nationals were all too smart either. Uh, he said a Chinese legal firm and a foundation were set up to serve Chinese nationals who traveled to Thailand with a tourist visa, but got on to get non-immigrant visas without meeting the necessary business or volunteer criteria. He said Chayanat Tuhao Karanayat, who faces several charges related to narcotics and money laundering, 
had advertised in China that his company could provide the service. Some of these who received improperly issued non-immigrant visas went on to set up grey businesses in Thailand, he added. By the way, grey businesses are just illegal businesses. Mr. Chuvit claimed that the two of the men were former classmates of Police General Surachat at the Royal Police Cadet Academy, and he openly questioned whether he would dare to do something about it. We'll get on with back to... Uh, Police General Surachat in a few minutes. Speaking to reporters yesterday, however, Police General Surachat said the RTP is taking the matter very seriously and around 80 immigration staff have been questioned already. On January 30, RTP investigators will meet to review the case and decide whether to press additional charges against the officers. He said the investigation is 90% complete and once the paperwork is finalised, charges will be submitted to the National Anti-Corruption Commission before being forwarded to prosecutors. It will also pass on its recommendation to the National Police Inspector uh, General who may also take action he said, so Police General Hackpern, now they're saying that basically, well, what he, is he going to prosecute three of his mates from when he was in the police academy? I see no reason why he wouldn't think that he would. If anybody knows about this guy, as I said, he's one of the good guys, in my opinion, here in Thailand. Uh, he was in charge of immigration, and I don't even remember before COVID, he could be regularly seen himself you know, doing investigations, doing raids, capturing people, illegally working, or even worse than that, illegally doing illegal business foreigners or whatever that was. And he was really, I mean, he seemed to be straight up the middle. And then abruptly, he got transferred to an inactive post. Nobody knew why. It turns out what really seems to have gone on was he found basically within the immigration department a huge corruption scandal with all these um you know when you come into thailand these uh immigration scanning machines you know you put your fingers up the whole system but they had got an old system i think back in 2017 2016 and he found a whole corruption within this and how it was purchased who it was purchased from and he suddenly was transferred to an inactive post then he disappeared for a couple of years and during his time somebody tried to assassinate him you know literally tried to kill him and then about a year later, he made his dramatic return as a deputy chief police of chief of uh, Thailand, basically. So now he's been doing various different investigations, and it normally seems to be involving police and other things like that, who he's actually investigating. But he's been doing a very good job, and he's only he's one of the few that you could say is really one of the good guys, as I said, in my opinion. But, you know, I'm sure there's other, a lot of good police in Thailand too, but there's always a few corrupt amongst, and they're the ones that ruin the reputation of all the good ones that are out there. So, yes, hopefully these things get sewn up. I mean, as if anybody would be surprised that there could be bribes in relation to getting visas too. I mean, just think of it like this. All these visa agents that you see in Thailand, visa agents are normally there because a lot of people don't meet the criteria to get the visa by themselves so they need a visa agent and a visa agent at the end of the day there's always something a little dodgy going on to get that visa and that's why they say if you start using visa agents you'll find and you want to leave a visa agent and do it by yourself you may find it a lot more difficult because they may have done something that was wasn't totally legal and that may come up then when you try to go it alone to get your own visa but again that's uh, that's another story in another day. Now we'll move along uh, to uh, some more news about hotel subsidy and daily vouchers to promote tourism here in Thailand. Now, if you've listened to my show during the 
COVID, you would have heard about this We Travel Together program where the government basically were subsidizing hotel stays. Now, the economy is doing so well, but they've decided to bring it out again. And it has me a little confused about it. But the cabinet on Tuesday approved a budget of 3.95 billion baht to stimulate tourism, including 2.02 billion baht for room discounts and food tour vouchers from February to September. Under the fifth phase of the We Travel Together scheme, 560,000 hotel room nights will be available for booking by Thai applicants, said uh, Anna. Anuka Bunparasi, the acting government spokesman. The government will pay 40% of room rates, but not over 3,000 baht per room per night. Each applicant is entitled to no more than five room nights. Applicants aged 18 and over will receive a 600 baht voucher for daily spending on food and tours. The, off, uh, this, uh, the offers would be available nationwide. The program should benefit about 11 million workers in tourism. Okay, so we'll stop there for a second. It should benefit 11 million workers. No, it's going to benefit the businesses, the hotels, who will continue to pay their staff the same salary. So that part, I'm not quite 100% sure where that came from. And related sectors and lead to the circulation of 12.5 billion baht in the national economy. The remaining 1.93 billion baht of the budget will be used to encourage Thai and foreign tourists to travel more in the country, especially to secondary destinations. The sum would fund tourism promotional campaigns and tourism-related product developments, the spokesman said. Now, this is a bit of a strange one because I'm not sure that, what's the amount again? 3.95 billion baht of the taxpayers' money is needed to stimulate Thai nationals to go on holidays. And I, I find it highly unfair on people who pay their tax in this country to see their tax now being doled out for something like this when it's clearly not needed. Phuket is booming. Pattaya is booming. Bangkok is booming. I mean, the country is back swinging again after COVID. Tourism numbers are on the up. Now, do we need to do this? And then also, here's the, the other thing is, you know, I hate to say it, but not everybody can afford. This is like trying to lure people in to do go on holiday when they can't really afford it. At the end of the day, if you can afford to go stay in a hotel, you can afford to go stay there. But this idea that people should spend their money to travel and stay in hotels to support the hospitality industry, I think it's slightly wrong. Let's get our priorities right. Let's use the 3.95 billion baht to, you know, feed homeless people, to get places for homeless people to stay, to help, you know, low-income workers and families and people who are, you know, living just on the edge of society. Wouldn't that be a better way to spend the money than give it to people to go and hit a five-star hotel for the weekend, put their feet up, enjoy their mojito on the beach, you know, and have a nice steak and prawns for their dinner? I mean, where is the priorities within the government when it comes to, you know, helping the poorer people in society? By the way, just to let you know, this program is only for Thai nationals just to let you know but if you're married to a tie you could obviously avail of it too but that's near here nor there but my point being is it's a complete waste of money the hotels are back doing a lot better hotels don't need the government's money i mean they'll happily take it but do they need it absolutely not and in my opinion this money would be a lot better served being spent on people on people who really need it i prefer you know my tax money that i pay in this country right to be going to people who 
don't have anything rather than to somebody in a, a nice bmw pulls up at you know jw marriott to check in after getting his little uh his uh little discount for the weekend so he can go stay there it just doesn't make sense it's not needed and it's a complete waste of money but this is the real lack of scrutiny on government as well that you know the opposition party should be ashamed of themselves for not putting a hand up and saying no to this too it really isn't needed at the moment this is obviously my opinion but Look, this is my show too, so I'm going to give my opinion on it. There are people in this country who badly could do with a little bit of that money. And to see it being spent so people can take a holiday for the weekend, to my, in my opinion, is scandalous. But I'd love to know what you think about it. Do you think spending that kind of money so people can take a holiday is the right thing to do when so many people have nothing? or very little. I'd love to know your opinion, guys, on it, as always, down below in the comment section. And finally, as much as COVID has been, well, actually, no, it's still in the news a lot, especially here in Thailand. But if you are coming to Thailand or you're a foreigner, this is some news that maybe be useful to you or not. COVID vaccination centers are to be set up in all provinces for foreign tourists. At least one COVID-19 vaccination centre will be set up in every province in Thailand to provide services at a cost exclusively for foreign tourists on a voluntary basis. Of course, it's voluntary. I mean, seriously, this will not affect the vaccine supplies reserved for Thai citizens, according to Public Health Permanent uh, Secretary. He said that foreign long-term stayers, members of the diplomatic corps and their families are eligible for free vaccinations. Uh, vaccination centers for foreign tourists were launched uh, on January 18th at the Banrak Medical Center at the Institute of Urban Disease Control and Prevention in Bangkok, uh, in Chiang Mai, Chanburi and Songkla provinces. These services are also available for tourists at the Institute of Dermatology uh, and some other places around Bangkok. The vaccination fee are 800 baht for one dose of AstraZeneca vaccine and 1000 baht for a Pfizer dose plus the 380 baht service fee. So, if you come to Thailand and decide you need, you're a tourist, you come here, you decide you need, get a vaccination, you have two choices. You can pay 800 baht for AstraZeneca or you can pay 1000 baht for Pfizer and you'll pay 380 baht a service fee. If you are working here in Thailand or a long-term resident, you know, so you have a non-immigrant something visa like this, uh, you can still go and get it for free. I can confirm that is the case. I had a dose of Pfizer recently and it was free and painless, by the way, just uh, painless as in there was no queue. So I went to the hospital. I, I, I draw back to the time during COVID when, you know, we we're all fighting to get vaccines. And then when you finally got there, you spend four to five hours in this crazy queue here in Thailand, you know, waiting to get your vaccine. And uh, yeah, it was like half your day taken getting the vaccine, but you felt, oh yes, I've got it, you know. I went uh, two weeks ago and I think it took no more than 20 minutes from the time I went to the reception desk to go through the different little steps along the way to getting the vaccine. And no, here in Thailand, you had to used to have to wait 30 minutes after, but there was no 30 minutes. You could just leave straight away. So things have changed dramatically in a very short period of time. But anyway, so if you're coming to Thailand and you do feel like you want to avail of the COVID vaccine, there will be one center set up in every province in the country and that's it for today hope you enjoyed today's news today's commentary i will see you again in another day or two thanks for tuning in have a great day and stay safe guys